0: Welcome to the Navigate with Nate podcast, where young, introverted professionals come to collaborate and take the small steps in their big journeys. Hello, fellow navigators from sunny West Palm Beach. I am your host, Nate Arias. This is episode number two where we will be talking about combating worry associated with gratitude. Now let's get to it. Worry is so prevalent in our lives today, and there's just so many ways that we have to learn how to deal with it. One of those being asking yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, I can delve into that more, but you know, feel free to check out my blog at navigatewithnate.com where you can learn how to use this one question effectively. But the type of worry I'm going to talk about today is the worry we get from expectations and expecting gratitude. In my first episode, I kind of talk about the thank you email and the importance of giving gratitude. Now, this is actually a podcast more about the gratitude that you receive and the thank you that you need to give to yourself. I'll give you an example of When gratitude kind of ups my worry or, you know, kind of brings a negative feeling to me, you know, imagine yourself holding uh, a door, you know, you're exiting the store and you realize someone is coming in from behind you as well. So you decide, you know what, I'm going to I feel good today. I'm going to hold the door for this person. You know, I want to show that I know I see you and I appreciate you. And as soon as you hold the door, they walk through, they don't even, they just straight up ignore you. They don't even look at you and they just walk on by. You know, my positive move just went switched. I was like, are you serious? Are you about to snuff me like that? Not even gonna acknowledge that I hold the door for you? Well, screw you then, you know, I wanna take you back, push you back into the store, close the door on you. You don't deserve me holding the door for you. So, you know, I started that interaction positive ended negative because i expected you know a thank you i don't know if it's just the you know i'm from florida so i don't know if that's just the southern southern charm or southern expectation that i get but you know that just completely switched my mood (laughs) and you know now that we're living in the kind of covid isolation social distancing era you don't really have as many Um, I guess, chances or opportunities for situations like that um, where you have in-person expectations of of people. Um, But in this day and age, today our biggest source of gratitude and expectation comes from social media. Every time we post a photo of ourselves or of something that we've done or something that we're proud of, on social media, we expect likes. So likes is the form of, of gratitude that we receive, um, I guess, most more prevalently today, especially being, you know, home for most of our life. And now I'm not going to go down some social media rant and why, you know, social media is the worst thing or it's the best thing. You know, there's a lot of goods and bads coming with social media, and I may do a a series about um, social media and how it affects our life. But what I wanna focus on here at Navigate with Nate is how we can take the small steps in our lives to combat the worry that comes along with having social media. So let's say for example, you are a big yogi someone who really loves doing yoga or you think you love really doing yoga because every time you post a picture of yourself doing yoga you expect to have likes upon likes and upon likes and you know I understand building a hobby around the community it's important to have that validation and that support from others when you're doing something, especially something physical, um, to have that support system to motivate you to keep going. But sometimes you need to ask yourself, am I doing this hobby, this yoga exercising for myself, for the calm that I get from the exercise that I get, or am I doing it for others? Because let's say you post one day, you, you're you really proud that you were able to hit this pose that you've never hit before. And you wanted to celebrate that with other people. So you took a picture of yourself hitting that pose. You know, coming up with a caption after an hour of doing it. Hashtagging whatever you need to that you think will get across your message the best. And you submit it and you don't get as many likes as you think that you would get. That, or that you would expect. And you start to feel down about yourself. Maybe I didn't hit the pose right. Maybe no one really likes me as much. Maybe I'm not good enough. And so worst comes to worst, you even delete it. You don't want to show the world something that, you know, didn't make you happy. But you hit the pose. You sh- did something that you should have been proud of, right? Something that you haven't done before. But we let the expectation of others' validations bring us down. And so there's this weird correlation between our expectations and happiness. I mean, I don't have the numbers, you know, the exact figures in front of me, but since maybe the late 2000s when social media really started its resurgence and everyone's having their own cell phones and it, everything is just, you know, there at our fingertips, has the number of suicide rates increased? The, you know, I'm a millennial. Um, the number our generation including the generation after gen z were deemed as one of the loneliest generations ever recorded and like i said i'm not going to try to go too much into a rant about how social media is bad or good and you should delete you should keep because there are a lot of definitely a lot of pros and cons with with it but You can't ignore the fact that those numbers when social media has really become present and the rate of worry and anxiety and, uh, I guess, loneliness come, come into play. You can't ignore those numbers. And I believe one of the biggest reasons why we see those numbers growing together is because society has now found a way to quantify our worth. Our worth is based on the number of likes we get, the number of followers we have. And that is dangerous. You know, saying saying to someone, I don't think your life is as worthy because you don't have as many followers. And if you don't feel worthy, what is the meaning of life for you, you know? and that's just kind of the worry that you get when you kind of expect to have these types of you know followings when you post something and and in in a world where it's instant gratification if you don't get the likes right away it starts to become very difficult we're consuming so much in this day and age of you know being at home and having to just be on our phones or on our laptops for either for work and it's just it's just so very easy to fall into that trap of of trying to consume all of this and feeling overwhelmed by it and so with such a a beast of a of a problem to deal with What can I do? What can we do to take those small steps in our lives to combat such a large worry? Well, the first thing that I would suggest is the next time you do one of these hobbies like yoga or the next time you go out and go on a hike or the next time... You just do an activity that you normally would have expected to post about on social media. And before, after you do it and, you know, take your pictures, do what you normally do. Take a minute, actually take long, longer than a minute, but just don't post it. I'm not saying to abandon social media all cold turkey right now. That, that's That is very difficult to do. But just this one time, do what you would have done, but don't post it. Now reflect on how you feel a couple of minutes, hours, days. And if you receive that same satisfaction that you got from going on that hike or doing, you know, your fitness routine, and you didn't post it, if you got the same satisfaction, hats off to you. You're find you are doing something that you knew is better for yourself and you didn't need the validation and you didn't need those expectations of, of others' likes to get through through that activity. Now, if you kind of felt a little bit emptier after posting it, like something didn't seem right, it may have been that you were, you know, your reward for doing this activity was not for you to for yourself to feel better, but it was for others. And you know that that could be a good or bad thing. It could tell you, hey, I need to start shifting my mindset to stop expecting the likes of others, or it could be, you know what maybe this isn't an activity that I actually really enjoy I don't even like running uh hikes or I don't know what the activity may be but I I actually really more enjoy doing the photography side of it you know I, I like finding out hidden spots I don't actually like the hiking aspect of it so why am I posting about hiking it's it's just this exercise of posting, of of not, of taking a picture and not posting is going to ha- kind of help navigate you through figuring out why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, this is not an end-all be-all. If you want to go back to posting it again, you can kind of get a little bit more of, I guess, data for yourself. Like, hey, okay, I posted it again, I still felt the same as I did when I didn't post it. So, hey, you just found a way, you just proved to yourself that you didn't need that expectation to do this activity. But if you, the time when you didn't post it and the time you did post it, if you felt different, that's a good indication that you may be doing activities for other validation, uh, for the validation of others and not the validation of yourself. And we need to start taking care of ourselves. Especially now that I keep kind of hinting back at this, but when we're having to be socially distanced, or if you're like me who likes to turn within ourselves before reaching out to others because I'm an introvert, taking care of ourselves needs to be one of our top priorities in our life. And so that's just a good exercise, you know, to explore who you are and to figure out your priorities and why we do what we do. And I hope that helps, I guess, kind of shed to light something that you it may be hard to see. And now, I guess another small step, I think that we can also take in terms of combating worry uh, about expectations and about receiving gratitude through social media is whenever you're feeling down or whenever you're feeling low, do your absolute best to not go on social media feeds. Now I emphasize feeds versus just social media overall because probably one of the pros of social media is that it it builds us the community the support system that we can get virtually so that that if we're struggling having a support system is huge but if we avoid like the i guess our friends and family's news feeds or you know the front page kind of kind of stuff that's that's the kind of the thing i'm i'm I guess alluding to to avoid because social media is kind of an illusion when it comes to that part of it. We only put our best selves out there. Uh, We only wanna show the world who we want them to see us as, not sometimes who we really are. And so when you're feeling low and down about yourself and you go onto social media feeds and you're seeing everyone like, oh my gosh, this person just bought a new house, a new car, They have a new baby, they have a wedding, they have their life put together. And look, I'm over here on the struggle bus and I can't even, you know, get it through a day without crying, without feeling low about myself. That's the kind of comparison that we do not want to have when you're feeling bad. You don't want to go like, oh, you know, I just want to distract myself. But you're distracting yourself by comparing yourself to other people's successes and that's just gonna make us feel even worse and even more isolated and by being isolated like that you know it's harder for people to reach out if we're just at home by ourselves on the phone feeling bad um you know it's just kind of feels like someone saying, Hey, I know you're feeling bad, but look at me. It's like, that's kind of messed up, right? Because back in the day, we didn't have that opportunity when either, you know, pre coronavirus and, you know, when we were actually able to kind of interact with each other, when we noticed someone felt bad, we could kind of get those social cues. Hey, this person needs our help. But by being by ourselves so often, um, being on the our phone is our only means of communication we we don't get those social cues we don't know that someone's struggling and so kind of bringing it back to the action the small step that you can take in your big journey when you're feeling low don't let your first action be to go to your phone and hop on to social media and start looking at how others are living their lives. That kind of comparison starts to really kind of trickle down and become this big, what do you call that thing? Like a, a moho. Um, you know, it just starts to like grow exponentially in our head. And every, as we continue to scroll, that that worry just starts to grow and grow and grow with every scroll that we get. And so, I guess the replacement behavior, you know, it'll have to be up to you, um, whatever you prefer in terms of your, um, outlet. I have two dogs, so I like to take a walk, kind of get, um, get my dogs active as well and and just step away and kind of feel the sunshine. Thank goodness it's always summer here in Florida. or you know sometimes my escape is playing video games you know that's something that i i know that can kind of de-stress me I'll play super smash brothers i can i i main sonic i know you guys can hate but you know that's another way i can kind of get my emotions out and i guess lastly i also like to listen to music um, Either you can dance it out, can, you know, that feeling when you're looking out the bus window and listening to that sad song, you know, just kind of let yourself feel what you're feeling. But all of those activities are about me, about ourselves. It is not comparing ourselves to others. And now to kind of wrap it up of, you know giving you the actions of doing your fun activity and not posting about it and when you're feeling bad and not jumping on social media those are things that are a lot easier said than done and I understand that these these habits of jumping on our phone uh, or the the computer when we're feeling low or feeling bored it's it's starting to become an ingrained habit not just for you but it it's it's for society so it's definitely a lot easier said than done um i'm actually learning myself right now i'm reading the the power of habit book and you know they talk about your cue routine and reward and so i guess a lot of our cues could be when we're feeling sad is to jump on social media or hey, I did something amazing. I want to jump on social media. And the reward is that kind of, you know, uh, the neurological effect that we get when we get these likes, when we expect these likes, and when we don't get these likes, how that affects us. And so it's, it's going to be an ebb and flow of figuring out, hey, I'm about to hit a part in my life where I know I'm going to jump on to social media to do this. When you start recognizing those cues or those routines that you do to get that reward, we need to try to find replacement behaviors to still get that same reward. And that's what I'm hoping we can journey to find together. You know, I'm, I'm, just a young introverted professional like you, you listeners, and so that's what this Navigate with Nate podcast is about. We're we're journeying, journey going through this journey of life together, and you know I I do understand the I guess hypocrisy in a way of being on social media myself, having an Instagram, having a Facebook. And you know, wanting to have as many followers, um, so I can get my message out. I understand the hypocrisy. I understand that you know I'm trying to advertise myself too. I'm well, I ex I am also expecting myself to get more listeners to this podcast or get more likes on the posts that I do. But you know it's definitely a humbling experience starting out when you only get the one or two likes or not even any and one of them being from you or for from my fiance so but I still choose to push forward it's if I can get this message out to one person or to a hundred person people you know I would feel the exact same because I know that I'm helping someone I know that I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm proud of the work that I do, regardless of who or how many people it reaches. And that's the mindset that we need to have as we go through life is that I am proud of what I do. And excited for what's to come. And if it reaches many people, awesome, fantastic. If it reaches one, two, great anyways that this world this life is just too short to be worried about how many people we can reach and how many people you know i can i can reach to be satisfied it's having that gratitude of myself that, you know, that I did a good job. I don't need the gratitude of others. I don't expect to have that kind of mindset for me to feel like I'm worthy. Now I am still a work in progress. I there are times when it, it does get tough. Um, but that's what this community is for each other. Every time life gets tough, we will be here for each other. Thank you again for tuning in on the navigate with nate podcast i wanted to thank you and show my deep appreciation for all your support i hope you learned a little something about how to combat worry uh when it comes to expecting gratitude and likes from social media you know the next time you you know take pictures and feel like posting take a second maybe not post it this time see how you feel and explore what you need to do moving forward, as well as when you're feeling down, don't let the first action be to jump onto social media feeds. You know, if you are gonna jump on social media, be it for a community and for a support system. And uh, for those new to this channel, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at NavigateWithNateBlog and check out my website navigatewithnate.com where you can also learn a little bit a new technique on how to combat worry as well and tune in next time where we will be talking about becoming a veteran rookie in the workplace all right Uh, until next time remember big journeys begin with small steps so let's just keep moving